0: Welcome to From the Bleachers, I am your host, as always, Seamus Clancy, coming to you from the wonderful Bleeding Green Nation Radio Podcast Network. Now I'm recording this Tuesday afternoon, I know what you're talking about, I know what Philly's talking about, I know what the whole NFL is talking about right now. Jalen Hurts, even when the Eagles are a dysfunctional disaster, they still somehow occupy all of our mental space. What happened today, Doug Peterson and the Eagles announced that Jalen Hurts will be the Eagles starting quarterback Sunday against the New Orleans Saints. A move probably comes a little too late, I would say. They needed this spark a little bit sooner in the season if they wanted to have an actual shot at the postseason, but it's happening now after Wentz's performance the last two months. I don't think you can argue with that. This was needed. I needed it. I was so distraught this season. It's a disastrous season. I call, I've been calling it a hellacious season is the way I've been referring to it. It's tired. I'm tired. The offense is bland. It's boring. This team isn't fun anymore. It hasn't been fun to watch Eagles football since I don't know when. Since the first half of week one. That feels about 10 years ago. we had an election since then. We've had a thousand Eagles, Philadelphia sports controversies and changes since then. Might as well be 30 years ago. That first half. Look where we are now. Look how Carson Wentz has fallen. Breaks my heart, but this change was needed. I've been advocating for it since like week three or week four. Really. But it happened. It finally happened on Sunday. And for that, I think Hertz was in the game, came in the game with like 22, 23 minutes left in the game in the middle of the third quarter on Sunday. And yeah, I get the detractor. He played against prevent defense. He was coming in when the Eagles had a 17-point deficit against the Packers, who, you know, in a normal situation, probably could have crushed the Eagles even more. But they played a little bit of prevent defense, weren't using these sophisticated pass-rushing schemes. But at the same time, I've seen the Eagles and Carson Wentz play against a lot of prevent defense this year because they've been behind and a lot of games late because they have eight losses. Still, you cannot argue that there was a spark, a hint of vivacity, added to that Eagles team, not just on offense, but on defense and most importantly, special teams, special teams, what's the last special teams play we had this year? Not just this year, you know, years when a uh, Darren Sproles 2016 against the Giants in the Meadowlands where, where are the special teams plays? Dave Fip people thought he was going to be the next hardball special teams head coach. Are you kidding me? That guy needs to like, can't And somehow Hertz comes in, delivers that kind of magical Fourth and 18, I think a 34 yard touchdown, 38 yard touchdown, whatever it was to Greg Ward. Magnificent play. And he had that 34 yard pass to Jalen Ricker, that back shoulder, shoulder throw right on the money, hung in the air perfectly. It was great. It was great to see when he's finally getting the reins of the offense, not just coming in for the sporadic two, three play stints or playing, you know, a handful of plays per game. He actually got the reins of the offense. Not just one series, but finish the game, and now starting on Sunday. And I know BGN Radio is doing an emergency episode today. I'm sure they'll be talking, but I want to talk about it from a a fan base. But that's what I am. It's from the bleachers. I'm the guy, the 200-level, scream at the link like the rest of you guys, gals, and however you identify yourself. I love it. I I needed something fun to get me through the season. And I talked about on last week's podcast how I want the Eagles to lose out. And that's still true. The best thing for this Eagles team is to secure a top-five pick, maybe even a top-three pick in the 2021 NFL Draft. They need, they need impact talent. They don't need to go for a specific position right now because there are so many holes all over the roster. But there's a possibility that when you're picking in the top-five or the top-three, if you're that bad... Drafting a quarterback needs to be on the table. It has to be on the table. If you're that bad, you don't have the guy. With these four games, and they're coming... It's a shame that Hurts' first real start is coming against one of the best defenses in the league in New Orleans. And, you know, I don't want to start making excuses for him already the way, you know, the Wentz stands have been making excuses for him all season. The Doug stands, like myself, have been making excuses for him all season. But if he's able to show a spark in these last four games the way he did the second half in Green Bay... If I don't want him to win. It's it's conflicting feeling. If maybe he leads the Eagles to a win or two, or maybe they win the last three games of the year, they have an upset in Arizona and then beat the, the NFC East teams to finish off the season, and Dallas and home against Washington, then you're thinking, hey, once does his son cost cat-wise next year if you trade him, if you kept him on the roster, it's going to be the same amount of money, not cutting him. That's a different story. But if they're able to get a third or second round pick back for him, roll with Hurts. They're sitting at a top five pick, maybe, or top 10 if they win a game or two. And they're thinking, hey, we don't need to draft a quarterback right now because we see something in Jalen Hurts. And yeah, ideally the guy in charge of that, the person in charge of that in the front office isn't Howie Roseman. But there could be a situation there where you're saying Jalen Hurts has shown enough in these four games that he maybe he is the guy. He's a second round pick. He's super cheap. Yeah, they have a lot of dead cap. Right now with Wentz's contract, but having a cheap quarterback with potential to be a very, very good quarterback in this league. I was very high on Hurts going in the draft, and not from an Eagles perspective. I didn't think the Eagles were in to draft him. I thought he could have been next Dak Prescott, or maybe even a little better. Maybe poor man's Russell Wilson. And if you'll remember, I was doing Instagram Live for that pick with the great Michael Kist on at Bleeding Green Insta. Uh, BGN's Instagram account, which I run, doing Instagram Live. And remember, I'm wearing a Carson Wentz North Dakota State jersey. I, I wish I had the receipt for that still. And I'm thinking, there's no. I literally say, there's no way the Eagles can mess with this pick and they take Jalen Hurts. Different story. If Hurts can be the guy, if he can show some life in these last four games, the Eagles still have a top 10 pick. And a draft where they're going to be, what? Three, four, five, maybe six quarterbacks taken in the first round. Even if they don't want to take a quarterback and, you know, it's reasonable that they could and should. And that's a different discussion. Penn's who's there. If they're sitting there with the fourth or fifth pick and Justin Fields is there. Yeah, you're taking Justin Fields. There could be a situation where 2016, the Eagles traded a bunch to hop up twice to select Carson Wentz with the second overall pick. Let's say the Eagles had the sixth pick. Jalen Hurts had some real juice in the last month of the season. And they're thinking, let's roll with Hurts next year. Why don't we trade down... Get a boatload of picks for a team that is completely devoid of young talent. Young, cheap talent. This team is old, expensive, and bad. You don't want to be those strings. We talk about that all the time. Don't be old, expensive, and bad. They need young, good, cheap players. Here, the sixth pick. Someone's in love with Trey Lance or Zach Wilson. They trade down the pick 10. Pick up another first round or a second round in the future because someone wanted to take a quarterback. That's a great situation to have. And I just think we deserve this. This is, again, hellacious season. The season from hell. The most fun I've had this season, other than that first half against Washington, and week one, was when Hurts came in. It just felt different. There was a different vibe to the offense. Yes, I get the circumstances of the game dictate that it's easier for him to get easy completions with the defense the Packers were playing with the double-digit lead in the second half. And he didn't look amazing. He didn't look like the second coming of... You know, Michael Vick, Russell Wilson in that second half made some mistakes, took some sacks, threw an interception. But it's undeniable, as I said, that he brought life to an Eagles offense that has felt dead for nearly three years at this point. Three years, this offense hasn't been fun. And for a brief moment this past Sunday, I was excited. Hertz throws that touchdown. I'm screaming. I, I wrote and talked all week. About how I wanted them to lose out to get the highest draft pick possible. And then I find myself cheering because Hurts represents this mystery box for us. This sky-level potential. This guy who could maybe, I'm not saying he is, he's probably not the guy, but maybe he really could be, at some point in the future, a starting quarterback on a Super Bowl contender. That hope, hope is free. That's why I say hope is free and oh so sweet. It reminds me of 2016 and 2017. We were seeing those early, you know, uh, Houdini-like Herculean plays from Carson Wentz. You're thinking, man, this guy could be everything. He could be a savior of the city. And for a brief moment, he felt like that. And of course, the Eagles don't win the Super Bowl without Carson Wentz. That's a fact. Anyone who says otherwise is a fool. But I felt invested in the game for the first time in forever. The comeback fell short, but Hurts has a touchdown. Defense gets stand. Jalen Rager, who hasn't had a pulse all season, has that punt return touchdown. Are you telling me the spark, the electricity that Jalen Hurts brought to the team didn't impact the way the rest of the team felt? You're crazy. Momentum is real. These are real people. They're, They're humans with emotion. It's impossible to not feel that change. And that's not about Hurt specifically. And yes, Hurts' play style, that fun, he's running, he's a dual threat guy. That breeds excitement. But the Eagles just needed a quarterback change in general with how dreadful Wentz has been playing. Even if it was Nate Sudfeld, if it was Josh McCown, whoever. Just having some new blood in there, again, can breathe life into an offense and a, into a team overall. And that's what happened. And we deserve this. I keep saying that the fans deserve. I know there's, it's going to be a division thing where, you know, Wentz lovers, they don't really want to see this. People that are out on Wentz, I'm kind of leaning that way. They're excited for this. And talking with some people, talking to my friends, talking to all the, you know, how many Eagles group chats are you? in? I'm on three or four. It's all we talk all day. About this Eagles, how we hate the team, how we hate Howie, how we need to fix everything, how we need new players, we need good players. Because we don't have any good players right now. Maybe Jalen Hurts is it, but we don't know for sure yet. But we might find out in these next four games. Wouldn't it be poetic if in Jalen Hurts' first start of his NFL career at home, I wish I could be there. I, yeah, I'm, oh, I just thought of this for the first time. I wish I was there. Come on. What if he ends up being the guy? And unless, again, I'm not saying it is. Probably not. And I'll talk about this in my... I do a mailbag every week, as I'm sure you know. If you're not reading my mailbag every week, the Weapon X mailbag at BGM. What are you doing? I talk about it a little this week. It uh, drops Wednesday morning, if you're listening to this Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, whatever. If Hertz is the guy, I want to really remember something. What if it's, What if he upsets the the Saints? I think I grabbed the Eagles' money line, 265, plus 265. But what if they're able to pull off that one? Oh, man, I wish I was could be there for that. Could be a momentous occasion. Could be a historic part of Eagles history if he ends up being our starting quarterback for the next handful, half dozen years, maybe a decade. Again, I'm not getting carried away. Jalen Hurts didn't look spectacular on Sunday. I am not saying that. He has breathed life into this Eagles season for me. Yeah, I wish I could have been there Because that's that's a story you tell You know, 2025, 2026 Oh man uh, Oh, I remember tailgating that game My dad was out there BLG stopped by before heading up the press box Had Big Mike and Swaggy Mitch there Ryan Jones stopped by It was a movie We're all drinking Eating some scrapple, like and cheese in the morning Finks hoagies for lunch We went in And we watched Jalen Hurts shock the football world, beat the 10-2 New Orleans Saints. And the Taysom Hill factor gets me because I'm not sure you could find more people on the internet who hate and loathe and detest Taysom Hill more than me. The way he's talked about in the media over the last seven years as a 30-year-old career backup quarterback, as the next coming, uh, the next great quarterback in this league, it ticks me off if you couldn't tell. Can't stand the guy. Just, ugh. I just hate the conversation around him. Cordell Stewart was doing this way before you, pal. And he was doing one heck of a job better than you are. Cordell Stewart, you guys don't know him. You're a little younger. I'm, what, 26? Cordell Stewart. Steelers quarterback. Turn of the century. His nickname was Slash. He was awesome. Love that guy. Yeah, I wish I could be there for the Hurts game. And again, Taysom Hill. Because the narrative... When the Eagles drafted hurts, was to take the pressure off Wentz to not make it think, not make Wentz think that this was an indirect attack on his play or his stature within the organization saying, Oh, we're drafting your successor, your replacement. It was, Whoa, you know, we see Taysom Hill down there in New Orleans and Sean Payton's offense with Drew Brees. They have some talent on offense. He's going to be our super sub. He's going to be in there. He's, we're going to put in two quarterback system. We're gonna do double passes. We're gonna do reverse. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do that. The Eagles have barely done that this year, barely, and they do it when Carson Wentz is on the field and you're playing eleven on ten. It's pointless. And Taysom has won a couple games for the Saints as starter with Drew Brees out, and you know Drew Brees is eligible to come back this Sunday, but I don't I don't know if he actually is. I th- I would bet on Hill starting, but the idea that Hertz was drafted to be this Taysom Hill role player. And now he's thrust into a starting role because of how poorly Wentz played and because he showed some signs of life in relief of him in Green Bay. To now go against Hill, who has also risen to this starting role with Breeze out and might be doing enough in the eyes of the New Orleans brass to make him their starting quarterback next year if Breeze were to retire. It's hilarious. It's it's a great narrative. For a team that's 3-8-1, this team is full of narratives. Has there ever been a more fascinating, more intriguing, more discussed 3-8-1 team NFL history? How many 3-8-1 teams were there ever? Just because of the, the crazy tie. I don't know. I'm happy, though. I'm in a good mood. I haven't been in a good mood about the Philadelphia Eagles in a long time. Maybe Dallas Week. I got hype on the podcast. I was in no because just beating the Cowboys is beating the Cowboys. Regardless of how they're going to do during the season. And I'm going to feel conflicted. I'll probably do a podcast about that during Dallas week. That's week 16. Uh first game after Christmas where, hey, I want them to lose out and get that higher pick. But, like, do I want to lose to Dallas? I don't know. It's a different discussion. But I don't know. I'm in a good mood. I'm a little bit of pessimistic Philadelphian. You know me. Get wacky on Twitter at Seamus_Clancy. underscore Clancy. Follow me on Instagram, too, at Seamus Clancy. I don't know. I just have a smile on my face right now. And again, hope is free. And I think we deserve this. We deserve the nice break. Just as much as Carson Wentz needs a mental reset right now, us Eagles fans desperately need a mental reset. Maybe Hurts goes out there against a very good defense and looks like crap. Plays like crap. Has two fumbles. Has an interception. And Wentz comes back in in the second half because he looks that dreadful. That's a possibility. But I hope when he puts up some points. I hope Doug Peterson can have fine success with a guy who just at this very moment is a more functional NFL quarterback than Carson Wentz. I hope Doug looks good. I'm a Doug guy, Doug apologist. I always say that. But when I say he's my guy, looking at this fearless book right now. Yeah, he's not fearless anymore. But that's a different story. So I'm riding high right now. And yeah, I'm sure when the Eagles go down, you know, 17 nothing in the first half, hurts throws a pick six. You know, I'll be MF and I'm. I don't know. What if they win? And just because it's Taysom Hill again, I I want to have a high pick, but at a certain point, how much is quarterback development worth? So say the Eagles are three eight and one right now. They have four games left. Well, I'll wrap up soon. i on with this. Say they win two games. They they beat the Saints. they lose to the Saints. Uh, they beat the Cardinals. A little bit of an upset. Entertaining game between Kyler Kyler Murray and Jalen Hurts to Oklahoma guys. And then they beat Dallas and lose to Washington in Week 17. So they'd be what? 5, 10, and they get the, let's say, 8th, ninth pick. And during those games, even the losses to New Orleans and the loss to Washington, Jalen Hurts looks like a bona fide starting quarterback in this league. A guy who is a dual-threat quarterback who can change the facet of the game with his legs and is a supremely accurate thrower. Looking good on the deep ball. Jalen Reger. Travis Fulgham, if he gets on the field, is recognizing that you have the guy, like capital T, capital G, the guy, is that worth dropping two or three picks in the first round and maybe mixing out on Jamar Chase or Devonta Smith and settling for someone else? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question, but if it's, you know, second week of January and everyone in Philadelphia is saying Jalen Hurts is the guy for 2021, he's looking good. Sorry, Carson Wentz, but that's going to be a good foot forward for the direction of this franchise, for the future health of this franchise. Hertz coming in, the best thing for the future health of this franchise. And, you know, ideally it's a different front office in place. Maybe it's a different coaching staff. Maybe they have Brian Dabble from Buffalo Bills, Arthur Smith. There's a lot of intriguing young offensive minds in this league. You have Joe Brady down in Carolina. I'd love to see what he could do with a new quarterback, with a new Eagles regime. But I'm riding high on Hertz. Talk to you guys next week. Hopefully. Hertz plays awesome. And I'm feeling myself a little bit. Again, find my work always at bleedinggreennation.com. You can subscribe to my Patreon newsletter. Patreon.com backslash Clancy. The From Broad Street with Love newsletter. I'm talking about Philly sports every Monday through Wednesday. Friday. Every Monday through Friday morning. $2 per month. It's a steal. You're ripping me off. And you can also find my work at NBC Sports Philadelphia and billypenn.com talk to y'all go birds i didn't say go birds last week but i'm saying go birds this week go birds I you. first thing in the morning as soon as you wake up the to-do list starts